afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. It's March the 24th, 2022. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Glad you could join us here today. If it's your first time, welcome on in. We talk about video games, movies, television. Make as many dick-related analogies as humanly possible. And occasionally reminisce about the time that a small Asian man walked into a locally owned sex shop and bought up the whole damn place. Hope you're having a good one out there. We've got another great show lined up for you today, despite the anemic. If you could see these patch, what I would call our patch notes, it is anemic up in this bitch this, uh, this week. There is not a lot going on. But we'll make the most of what we've got, as always, so that you can get to work being slightly entertained while stuck in traffic. But before we get into all of that good stuff, first question I've got is the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how's your week? Uh, it was another week. That's pretty much it. We're back to that now. Um, nothing, mm. nothing crazy has happened. This last week actually kind of flew by. Um, got to celebrate Dad's 60th, 60th birthday there. I think right it's like Saturday. Um, but outside of that, man, fuck all. I haven't done anything. <laughs> that's Streamed. fine. Been streaming. That's that's. In it streaming that's and fine word on the street is uh ott might pick up the microphone again is that can you confirm or I deny confirm. i am working on some music i can't okay confirm. okay exciting times soundcloud about to get the new fresh drop there you go and they're not too distant uh my week was another week at the house as you might imagine uh continuing to work on that it's official. This has long surpassed the Tinder files for weekly updates from Adam. Uh, the uh, the house is uh, continuing to be worked on. Um, uh, we did get a fair amount uh, done this week, though, which was uh, which was good. We're uh, we are doing a lot of mudding and taping this week because we got the majority of the drywall uh, that needed to go up back in place and uh, uh, inching ever closer to uh, getting re- ready to paint a couple of rooms that need to be painted so that we can do other things within within those rooms uh and uh so yeah that was mostly the week was just a lot of drywall work and uh amongst other things a couple things but drywall was the majority of it so other than that it's just been the same old same i'm still i i haven't heard back from uh from you know uh, the the accountant to uh, inform me of just how sore my asshole is going to be uh just yet so every day i wake up i, I did i looked at uh-oh <laughs> My asshole's still bleeding. I actually have piece piece of toilet paper on my asshole right now, just sitting there, just <laughs> soaking it up as it comes out, as it's still running out. So, hey, if it's fresh blood and it's bright red, you're okay. But if it's it's, it's bright, it's bright red. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten mine back. I know it's going to be rough, uh, especially because I'm like already milked right now from doing all this house shit. So normally I'd probably have a little bit more cash sitting in the bank, you know, prepared for the for the uh, inevitable the, the pounding. Uh, but uh, this year clearly I have less in the bank account than I would normally. So I'm bracing for impact, but I have yet to hear about that. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's pretty much it between that and and the house. That's uh, that's the show, which means it's time to move on to the extensive list of items we have today, Mr. Black of video mm. game news, starting with. Speaking of buttholes, hold on to them. 
The 3090 Ti, Mr. Black, NVIDIA's 3090 Ti has popped up at various retailers, and unless it was a horrific misprint, and I mean horrific, some versions of this card could be selling for nearly $4,000 USD. Well Damn. north of that in Canadian pesos. Um, that... That is levels of, of expense I never expected. I thought, you know, okay, the, the 3090 right now, the MSRP, if you were lucky to get one at that, is, you know, 1500 1700 US dollars, somewhere in that neck of the woods. So if I'm thinking a TI model, I'm thinking, okay, when it first comes out, they always like to gouge, you know, and it's that, you know, right now it's hard to get your hands on anything anyway, slow charge more. So it's like, you know, like 2500 You know, maybe we bump the price... Five, six, seven hundred US dollars for the TI model. All right, that's egregious as fuck, but I could see it happening. And I saw this, and it's actually more like three thousand seven hundred US dollars. <laughs> is the is, that's that's insane. No, if I see a single, I don't care how wealthy a content creator is. If I see a single motherfucking content creator buy one of these things for clout, go fuck yourself. What an incredibly insane waste of money. Uh, but all the same, yeah. Uh, there you have it. So if you were holding out, I'm going to pray that your tax return was severely in your favor. Uh, if you're going to get into one of these, that's assuming you even find one. Uh, well, mm. we, we don't know. There could be like four of these on earth, which might explain the price, but, uh, all the same. Yeah. 4,000, nearly 4,000 us dollars. So there you go. Uh, you know what? I was thinking about this and I was thinking about it a little more cause I've been, playing a bit more on my consoles uh after you know i get home from the house i got like two hours or whatever uh after dinner i'm just chilling on the couch or whatever and so i've been playing a little bit more of my console specifically ps5 is basically the only thing hooked up to the tv right now and i was thinking man like the experience that you get on the consoles is just at this point especially even like from a graphical fidelity standpoint uh i mean unless you're trying you know unless you're talking about trying to be some sort of hyper competitive gamer and you want warzone to run at 400 fucking fps uh or some shit for whatever reason you would want to be playing warzone in the first place there is almost no argument right now to be buying into the PC market when the PS5 and the Series X exists, if you can get your hands on one, which is still difficult, but not impossible. You know, you're going to be uh, certainly no more difficult than trying to find parts for a PC that aren't going to require you to sell the first three children that come out of your better half in the future into slave labor. Like, sure, assuredly no more work than that. And so... I think it's just putting up more and more of a point on it, man. Like, all of this stuff, we keep waiting for the prices to normalize and, and whatnot. Because PC gaming, man, for like a good almost 10, probably 10 years, was on fire. Like, the market exploded because parts were relatively inexpensive. The performance was blowing the consoles out of the water. Uh, the marketplace on Steam and other launchers, even though we lamented how many launchers continued to fucking pop up now they're finally dying out like we're reverting back to like everything's just on steam again but like it was it was like nearly golden era pc in terms of accessibility affordability uh and uh and pushing pc market forward and now if you can build a pc that can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a ps5 or an xbox series x for less 
You'll be lucky if you can do it for less than double the price of a console. And so why anyone would even fucking think about it is beyond me right now. And you start seeing stuff like this, 3890 Ti. You, you used to own, I believe, a 1080 Ti uh, or a 980 Ti, one of the two, or maybe both. And they were expensive, but they weren't like... They weren't like, um, I could get this or I could buy a secondhand car that would do me for the next five years kind of price. They were like, you know, you bought a 1080 or 1080 Ti, it was like a 1080 Ti, like what, maybe, um, I can't remember exactly, maybe, uh, a thousand bucks US, I think maybe somewhere in that neck of the woods. Yeah. And now here we are at the 3090 Ti for four grand. Supply and demand, man. Supply and demand. People are paying for it, so... Rip. <laughs> There's just crazy. Do do? Absolutely crazy. So, they, but well, my question is, what is the demand really for a 3090 Ti? Because I know supply is hurt. I know supply is is clearly still in the gutter right now. That's mostly supply side for like consumers, not uh-huh. but because so many other like industrial level like uh, uh mining and whatnot are buying a lot of the cards that do get made right now. But, like, what is the market size for even a $2,500 graphics card right now? Like, how many people probably pretty truly high. It's probably pretty high. are looking for it? It's probably high because, like, there's just no cards out there. So people are just <laughs> They'll buy whatever, whatever right? they can get it's their like, hands like on. The new iPhone, right? You can make the argument, like, why was there really a market for people that want to spend $3,000 on a phone that they Yeah, just but they can pay for that shit monthly. Yeah, but still <laughs> at least when you get they're, at least when you go spending, get a new phone the same money i mean people put this shit on their credit cards man like they pay monthly you know like oh god that's it's a lot it's a lot i'm not i'm not oh. disagreeing with you it's it's crazy it's crazy yikes but there you go so uh if you're looking if you're in the market for a 3090 ti maybe don't be not that you might have a choice here you're probably not going to find one but either way good luck out there if you're trying to get your hands on one uh speaking of consoles playstation has made their next studio purchase now they're not out here buying up activision blizzard because that's not going to happen but they are buying some studios to try and keep pace try to get themselves some uh some good developers under their belt for first parties uh and this time it's the newly formed haven which is led by jade raymond now jade raymond is one of the uh uh, uh, If you don't know who Jade Raymond is, I guess the short list answer for that or the short example of that is she's on the short list for uh, most influential game developers of probably the last, I don't know, 15 or or so years, maybe 20. Uh, I can't remember exactly how long her tenure has been within the game industry, but it's in that neck of the woods. She's she's bounced around in several places and done work for a great number of people, uh, and she was definitely forefront for like when women first started having higher profile positions in the gaming industry for development. So she was at Stadia. Terrible life choice. Hopefully she secured the bag while she was there because Stadia is gone for all intents and purposes. It's still there, but it's on life support. But back in 2021, I believe we even talked about this, uh, she left. She was uh, relatively high up on the Stadia team. She left, and then a month or two afterwards, she formed Haven Studios. Uh, And at the same time, almost at the same time, Sony invested in Haven to make a for, like a, a title specifically for PlayStation, I believe PlayStation 5, but it could be multi-platform or multi-generational, I don't know. 
So they already had a invested interest or vested interest, uh, if you will, in Haven Studio. And now I guess perhaps after the last year, they like what they see. Uh, they've already invested. They've seen probably some form of development. And maybe they're thinking, all right, we like what we see and we need to get some people under our belts. We already have an inroad here. And so they just bought the studio outright. And so that was announced uh, this week. I still don't know exactly what game i don't know if it's even been made public what kind of game they're making for sony at this point but given what tends to be sony first party you could probably take a stab at what it's going to look like all sony first party titles or or, or exclusives are kind of in the same category whether you're talking about your last of us god of war you know whatever uncharted, you, uncharted it's all kind of like the same shit in a slightly different path. All very good games, but you know what you're getting into. And I suspect, you know, if I was a if I was a betting man, probably somewhere in that neck of the woods. But you never know. We'll have to wait and find out. Uh, what we don't have to wait and find out about, though, Mr. Black, is that CD Projekt Red is uh, doing what I'm going to call uh, <laughs> pulling the emergency chute after Cyberpunk 2077 clearly shitting the bed and then the uh, post-launch support continuing to mostly shit the bed, only having just recently got the game to a point where it's stable enough that you could maybe legitimately suggest it to somebody to spend their time playing. Announced on Twitter and, of course, other uh, social medias and, and, and other avenues that they are creating another Witcher game. Surprise, surprise. This is their big... This is their get-out-of-jail-free card, Mr. Black. Hey, we've caught a bunch of heat for a while. What could get us out of the hot water? It's the Witcher. So let's announce the next Witcher game. And here we are. The next Witcher game on deck. Uh, we don't know too much. I think there's. I think one of the only things that we sort of know is that it might be taking place at a Witcher school, which might hint at the fact that you will be able to create your own character for this one instead of being placed in the boots of a character like Geralt. You'll actually be able to create your own character. So maybe this is like a another... Uh, attempted an open-world RPG where you're creating your own character similar to what they would have had in Cyberpunk 2077. However, uh, a bit of a difference on this one is that instead of using their own proprietary engine, which they clearly struggled with for Cyberpunk 2077, they're using Unreal Engine 5. They did announce that as well. So they're not going to use, I think their engine's called like Red Engine or something like that, uh, and they are abandoning that for the, uh, the third-party Unreal Engine 5. I don't know if Unreal Engine 5 was, is out-of-the-box equipped to build a game like this. Um, not to say that it isn't possible, I just don't know if it is out-of-the-gate equipped for this. Uh, but I do at least suspect that they wouldn't have done this if they didn't think that the development process for this wouldn't be a hell of a lot easier than what they experienced with Cyberpunk 2077. Because as we all know, you're not going to get a second shot at that. You come up with The Witcher and it was in shambles, like 2077, you, your studio is done done. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's, coming, nobody's coming back for thirds on that one. Uh, so there you go. We'll find out more, I'm sure, in the not-too-distant future. Maybe even Summer Games Fest will have some more information uh, from them on that. Obviously, lots of people are excited. This quickly, this tweet quickly became the second most liked tweet in video game announcement history. I think second only, I want to say it was something Grand Theft Auto-related. I can't remember. 
I want to say it was GTA 6 or something like that, uh, that has a number one spot. It's a pretty big gap. I think the number one is like 700,000 or a million likes are in that neck of the woods, and this was like in the 300 and something thousand uh, kind of uh, territory, which is nothing to sneeze at. Obviously, lots of people still chomping at the bit to, uh, to get back into the Witcher universe uh, for certain. I would like to get into it. I tried Witcher 1, 2, and 3 on many different occasions, and I could never quite get into them. Uh, I, I thought that they were relatively quality games, especially a year after they were released, because almost every one of them needed almost that long to like work out bugs and, and all the other nonsense. Um, but uh, I never could I never could get into them. Everyone's always like, man, The Witcher 3 is the greatest open world game of all time. I'm like, all right, okay, fuck, fine, I'll try it. I'll try the first one, I got into 3, and it just, just wasn't just wasn't for me. Did you ever try any of The Witcher games just at any point? the first one, that was it. Yeah, did you get very far in before you noped out? I think I think I played quite a bit of it, maybe yeah. thirty hours or so. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, uh, you got you a got bit. a little deep in. Yeah. What did you What did you think of the combat? That was kind of what sent me. I wasn't I a big fan of the was, combat. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. I think I played it. With, I think it was on the three sixty when I played it. Mm. Oh, so you you were close to like launch, basically. Yeah. It's been a minute ago. It has been a long time. It has. Uh, in a move I never saw coming, certainly, or even considered, but it makes sense now that I think about it. Uh, a 4v1 asymmetrical multiplayer game in the Ghostbusters universe was announced, and we get a trailer for it this week. So, uh, again, if you're not aware of, because I, I don't want to call it a new genre, but I, because it is still, but it is, it, it's niche, but it's growing. So on Twitch, for example, the big 4v1 asymmetrical game is, um, Dead by Daylight, I think, would be considered a 4x1 or 4v1 asymmetrical. Uh, and, uh, and there are other examples, like the one that the studio that is building this game out, uh, the studio being Ilphonic, uh, made Friday the 13th as well. Uh, and so, yeah, the genre is, I would still consider it kind of niche, but it, it is a growing market. It seems to be quite healthy. The people that like this genre really get behind it and, like, no, like any, I'm sure Jeff probably knows one or two streamers that are into Dead by Daylight. They know life the fuck out of Dead by Daylight. So, uh, this is a good, you know, I think this is a good property. If you're going to do another, uh, 4v1 asymmetric, Ghostbusters makes sense. Uh, and if you look at the trailer, it looks like it's going to be a pretty quality game. I think that would be, uh, uh, I think it's looking really good. Uh, and certainly the Ghostbusters as of late has had a bit of a revival in terms of the brand itself. We've been getting the movies and, and whatnot, uh, getting the brand back out there. Certainly another generation of people that might not have even known what the fuck Ghostbusters was has been introduced to the Ghostbusters in various ways recently. And so this is uh, another good way to, uh, to keep that train going. It's called Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, developed by Ilphonic, as I mentioned, who did the Friday the 13th game uh more recently and there was another game as well i forget to list it here in the notes but they've done two of these now so this is a, a group that have done 4v1 it's almost like their specialty now at this point the genre that they work within uh which is probably also why it looks good this isn't a uh, this isn't like a studio that was just handed the ghostbusters license it was like go figure it out do something make it happen it looks like this is actually going to be something done by some veterans in the space and i said hopefully it will be another good uh, addition to this still sort of niche but growing genre we'll find out when it releases quarter four of this year probably going to be delayed at least once i'm going to say spring of 2023 because that just seems to be the way things are are going recently uh but if not hey quarter four of this year on basically everything that isn't the nintendo switch you're talking ps4 xbox one ps5 
Xbox Series X and S, all that stuff, just not the Switch. I don't know what that means, that they're just going to have to wait a little bit of time, but obviously the Switch needs the most, uh, we'll call it optimization, to get, a, to get games working on there. And so if it is, it wouldn't be surprising if it just happens just a little bit further uh, down the road. It's hard, hard to imagine not putting a game like that on the Switch. Fucking like 120 million bajillion Switches exist on the market. You want to put that game on there if you can. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 custom Xbox Series S and uh, uh, S, just S, the, the console, and controllers were announced for an Enter the Win draw or contest this week. I don't know if you saw this pop up on your timeline, Mr. Black, but I, I, at first I thought it was a joke, to be honest with you. I thought I was getting memed, like it was like a Sonic movie meme or some shit that was on my timeline. As it turns out, it's not. It's totally a real thing. While the console looks pretty dope, so it's a Series S, not an X. So you know on the Series X or S, they've got that speaker kind of thing uh, at the top, the vent. So they've got the gold Sonic ring around wow. that, uh, and it looks kind of neat. But at the bottom, it's Sonic and Knuckles printed, and it looks cheap as fuck. So if they got rid of the Sonic and Knuckles part and just kept the ring, it'd probably be dope. But, you know, they went and cheapened it up a bit. The controllers, however... Literally have fur, so it's red and blue controller for Sonic and Knuckles, and it ha- it's it fucking has both of them have fur and not short fur, like shag carpet type shit, <laughs> basically on both of them. <laughs> and the first thing that came to mind was, of course, who would ever in their right mind pick up a controller that had friggin' hair? Dude, these are collectibles. This isn't born buying getting this shit. Who's putting Cheeto and- dust? Yeah. This, on that this controller. Shit, this shit is collectible stuff, man. This isn't this isn't for everyday consumers. So you want to be able to use your collectibles, stuff. right? Like No. No, you're no. just gonna keep you're just gonna keep the hair in a box. I can honestly say anything I have that's collectible, I never use. Ever. On I anything. always I always like straddle the line between when I buy something that's like that is collectible. There's like this fine line for me between I want to enjoy my collectibles, but then you don't you don't want to devalue the collectible. Got, you've already got right? controllers. Like this is a controller, right? <laughs> well, already, I can tell you that there would not be any struggle in my mind over whether or not I'm going to use controllers with hair coming off of them. But all the same, uh, it was kind of funny. It kind of reminded me looking at them. It kind of reminded me of like it looked like one of the fucking Muppets. Uh, either way, there you go. So if you're interested, if you're a big Sonic fan, you want some hairy controllers. Great news. You go in uh, and enter for that. The console did look pretty dope, though. The gold ring, just find a way to cover up Sonic and Knuckles on the bottom. It'll look even better. Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, has been delayed. That's the game, not a movie property. Uh, We've seen a couple of trailers for that at this point. Uh, And uh, I don't want to say that it's basically like the Avengers game, because it's not necessarily, but it's, like I guess, kind of a similar deal. Probably, hopefully, just less microtransaction-y. Uh, but yeah, that has been delayed, and again, not surprisingly so, into spring of 2023. So add another one into the spring catalog of 2023, uh, that will probably continue to get more and more busy as 2022 goes on. And finally here, AMD's Fidelity FX Super Resolution was announced to be coming to the Xbox, uh, as well as PC, and allow for more developers to get access to upscaling tools and improve the game performance on consoles and PCs. So if you don't know what Fidelity uh, FX is, it's basically a methodology of upscaling. So if you've heard of checkerboarding on consoles for like trying to take a game that's running, it can't run full flat 4K. So they run it at like 
1800p and then it upscales it to like a theoretical 4k it's a methodology of doing that uh but better and more efficiently and it's open more open source than say nvidia's uh dlss and uh and so it will be available on, in more places like for example just mentioned on the pc xbox now because direct x12 but because it's direct x12 ps5 will have to wait uh, it will eventually happen i'm sure but anything will likely be able to get or most consoles most PCs will be able to make use of it and it's nice because it makes games look better and perform better because pushing 4k right now when a 3090 ti cost more than your fucking great-grandmother's funeral should probably look into anything that can help you get the most out of your current hardware and that's a good way of doing it that's all i got for game news this week mr black flying Thanks. through it 24 Dang. minutes and 34 <laughs> seconds that's a new hey, world man, record i just let you get through it uh patreon.com slash lag tv head on over there Throw some money at the scream, at the scream, at the screen. Third time's a charm. Thank you. <laughs> um, or you can get yourself a VPN <laughs> using NordVPN, N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash O-T-T. Head on over there. Pick yourself up a two-year subscription. Get a free bonus month. Get a massive discount with that promo code O-T-T. All right, stay safe, stay anonymous, watch different regions of Netflix, all that fun stuff at the click of a button. Super easy to use. You can use it on your smartphone, your TV, your PC, your Mac, your anything. You can hook it up directly to your router. You can have up to six simultaneous devices. You only need one account per household. Guys, they've been supporting the podcast for a couple of years now. Mm. Head on out there and support them. And for the price that is less than a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month at Starbucks, it's a steal. It's an absolute steal. It's 2022. If you don't already have a VPN, a virtual private network, you're missing out. Go get one. All right? Go. Run there now. Link is in the description below. Promo code OTT. That's it. And now it's time for... Movies and TV. I have one fucking note here. Please, God, tell me you have more. Netflix's live-action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender's first season is reported to be getting a pretty healthy budget, Mr. Black, of a little over 15 schmill per episode, which would mean a season total of somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 schmill. Not bad. Not bad considering, you know, what the last couple of, of times out for a not-canonical cartoon version of Avatar has managed to do. Uh, that's a lot of faith, especially for live action. But hey, if you're going to do it, fucking go for it. 15 mil an episode, make the magic happen. You know, it's not the Lord of the Rings budget, but what is? Nothing. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> Literally nothing. It's arguable that not even the Lord of the Rings budget should be as high as it is, but we're going to find out if that all that goes uh, to good work in uh, the not-too-distant future. Well, that's true. I should, I should, yeah, I could have mentioned that. Thank you, uh, Dr. Eckelberg. So there are some pictures that popped up online, of course, for the, the new Dracula movie that's, uh, that we already talked about Nick Cage being involved in. He plays Dracula in this, uh, and we saw him in his garb. Mm. He's looking very Dracula-y and very Nick Cage-y. And honestly, mm -hmm. if you didn't tell me that he was dressing up for Dracula, I would have just believed that was the shit he was going out on a casual <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> because I don't yeah. know if you've seen what Nick Cage wears on a casual Tuesday, Yeah, but it ain't far flung from that.
Uh, look a little more pale than usual, but otherwise, yeah, definitely not too far from it. Uh, he also did because the the you know, massive weight of un, you know, the unbearable weight of massive talent uh, is is, uh, is 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 coming up very sur- uh, soon. I'm so fucking brain foggy today. Very soon, uh, he's doing the media circuit, right? So he's got the front cover of GQ, Mr. Black, this month. Uh, and they did an interview, obviously, as they always do with their, their front cover folks, uh, for this. And it was, it was a, it was a good, you know, GQ always gets good interviews and they, they have great writers there. Uh, I read it, uh, here yesterday and, uh, they paired that with a, you know, GQ, you know, they, where the actor or actress goes on the internet and, and, and looks for questions or, or things that people have said about them. And then they give the reality of the situation type shit. Uh, whether it be a YouTube comment or Wikipedia entry or or whatever else, and so yeah, the, it definitely worth the read. I mean, if if you needed a reason to to get insight into the 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 mind and crazy ass fucking, and I will say, I, I'm I'm definitely known to be a little bit hyperbolic, you know, a little hyper, uh, hyperbole now and then. But Nicolas Cage has lived a life, Mister Black, to say the least. That man has lived several. <laughs> lives uh and uh and a very interesting interview just uh for sure i would highly recommend it and the video is even fun to watch as well the stuff that he talks about uh was uh, was very uh interesting but all of that to say that just hurry up and give me that damn movie i desperately need to watch that movie mr black mm. i need i need to see the unbearable weight of massive talent. Apparently, they tried at first when they when they sent him the script. He tried to convince them to get somebody else to play him in the movie. He didn't necessarily want to do it because at first he was afraid he was playing a little too much into, you know, the public perception of oh, Nick Cage is a crazy motherfucker. And then at one, and then somebody told him he's like, no, we got we have to. It has to be you. And he said, all right, fine, I'm in. And he's gone all in on that bitch for there sure. He is. And now I have to see it. I have to. I'm so excited. I ha- I'm so excited. Somebody else was on Twitter super excited about it, too. Who was it? Um, oh, the guy from, uh, from Shang-Chi, the Canadian uh, guy that played uh, uh, the leading role in that. He posted on Twitter. He was like, hurry up and show me this movie. I just want to see it. Now I respect him even more. Great fight scenes in that movie. But now he's raging for the cage. And now, now he's on my team all the more. I'm in. Show me the Nick. I even changed, dude. I changed, dude the GQ pictures that he did. <laughs> bro, your obsession with Nick Cage is scary. Bro. I straight up, scary, bro. I straight, dude. I, I instantly, I looked at, I because uh, the photographer that did the shoot for GQ popped up on my Twitter, and I saw just four of the pictures. I, I, I saw the rest in the article themselves, obviously, but just four that they chose. And one of the pictures looked like Nick Cage was straight out of fucking Godforsaken Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. The glasses he had on. I immediately copped that picture and made it my profile. There immediately. Go. There you go. Didn't even wait. Got in on that. If I if I was into that, I'd mint it as an NFT. Nicholas Cage, Cyberpunk 2077 NFT. Find it now on Super Rare. But that's all I've got, really. The, the, well, there wasn't a hell of a lot uh, in terms of news that I spotted for the movies. I don't know if you've got anything um, on your side. Um, I know the Avatar 2 trailer is debuting in front of, um, the Marvel, uh, uh, fucking Doctor Strange. Um, Oh, they chose that. That's the lead in. Mm. Yeah. So everybody's going to have their first look at that. Um, 
reports are coming through where um, people, I wouldn't say people, but there's like some of the cast members and different things that have watched part of the movie. I think the first 20 minutes. And this is Avatar Um, we're talking about, not Doctor Strange, but Avatar. Avatar 2. Um, Basically, um, we're being told people are weeping. um, (laughs) Stop! No! Stop! Man, I mean, like, come on! Weeping? People, people are weeping. Because weeping? It's such a um a beautiful story <laughs> and the visuals are just transcendent in, in movie. Like, you know, we're using now, these No, visuals! Right? Okay, yes, I can see visually, because uh, that's what everyone expects, but if you're out here telling me that the follow-up to the Pocahontas ripoff, or the Fern Gully, even harder, Fern Gully ripoff, is people weeping. <laughs> weeping is such a strong word, Mr. Black, because th- there's a difference between crying. Yeah, there's weep. Weeping is yeah. a different level of emotional connection to something if you start weeping. So, I mean, that's... Now, if yeah. you told me somebody saw the, the unbearable weight... They, they oh. watched 20 minutes, not even the full movie, <laughs> just 20 minutes, and they're weeping. So, um, so anyway, Avatar, first trailer is going to be coming out. Um, that movie gets released later this year. Uh, mm. That's going to be massive. Mm. Um, Netflix changed their policies about sharing passwords. That's been like sort of the big thing this week. Yeah, I retweeted that about the, about the meme because they, they posted themselves years ago. The a long time ago, yeah. A <laughs> yeah. long time ago. Obviously, things have changed yes. uh, a great deal in the streaming yes, world. Yes, of course. Um, so, yeah, uh, basically, for those that don't know, on Netflix, um, and it hasn't come, I don't think, in North America yet. It, there, it's, it's in, I think, a few different countries where they're testing this out. Um, basically, you cannot share your passwords anymore for Netflix. I think you're still good here for now until they update Hmm. the policies here or it's already still part of the policy you're not supposed to but um essentially what you can do for three dollars you can add a person um or a family i guess a household Mm -hmm. to your netflix account and you can do that twice so instead of saying like hey i'm paying netflix adam here's my username password you can just log in and play you used to be able to do that for a long time now, obviously, they want to recoup some money, yeah. um, and it is estimated that when they make this change, um, a lot of will, money. they'll make $1.6 billion more a year right out the gate, like right, out, right up front. And the reason is, is because there's so many people that are sharing passwords. Then there's a bunch of people that, that will say okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go and get my own account. So they won't even add the, th- they won't even do the three. Yeah, they'll just buy like, a new account. Buy my own. Um, and then, you know, there are also people that, um, that uh, aren't into net, aren't super into Netflix that will now buy Netflix and then share it with a family member mm-hmm. or, you know, kind of split the costs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're estimating it's 1.6 billion day one, like, soon as they start charging they they're you know their revenue is going to go up a lot of money um for obvious reasons i mean there's millions i think i don't even know how many it's probably over 100 million people that have netflix right now um i would imagine um so yeah they're going to they're going to make a lot more money which ultimately you can't fault them for i mean if it means we don't end up getting advertisements like some other fucking services are starting to bake in even on paid tiers 
I'm all for it. You fucking, you, I will pay my $3 to give my parents access well, to my you're Netflix okay for your account. So like well, I mean, had, in the future, because yeah, when yeah. I'm, when I, when I, when I move, yeah. I'm still going to obviously provide, you know, yeah. access to that. I mean, that. you're so fucking close to your parents anyway that like you might, <laughs> they might not even, they might even get away with it. Like, three houses down. You're like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, like um, all the same, like if you like, it's like people were talking about this because of the Halo show is now on Paramount, right? Paramount Plus. Yeah. Paramount Plus at the paid tier still has advertisement, uh, advertisements. And so as long as we can avoid that, fuck it. Yeah. Hook me up. Right to the veins. Yeah. Three dollars anyway, that's, that's been sort of the bigger, you know, movie news. I don't think there's really much else going on. Uh, Batman's, I think, crossed over half a billion dollars or some mm. shit or 600 million bucks. Um, and that's pretty much that's pretty much it for movie news. It's not there's not really Uncharted a whole lot did kind of okay. It's it crossed yeah, three hundred and something mil. Yeah, I didn't watch. it I'm just gonna watch it at home. It yeah. I, I, I I wasn't that interested in the movie, so I'll just yeah, watch yeah. it when it, when it's streamable. Um, so yeah, that that's done really well. So, uh, that's pretty much it. That's that's it. Exciting. Yeah. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, in record time, we are heading over to tech support. Patreon.com slash lag TV. If you want to financially support this podcast each and every week, we put up a post called tech support where for $10 or more for uh, per month, amongst other things, you can ask us questions. We give you answers mm. with as much time as we have, which today is a reasonable amount of time. This is probably the thinnest news week in podcast history. I'm actually not sure we've had a thinner news week. And it's crazy because it's not even like the summer months yet. Or like, She's thin. it's not even the lead up to E3. Now I'm scared. Like, fuck, we haven't even gotten to like the, the, the typically thin weeks. Shit's thinner than my hair. All right, let's see what we got for questions this week. <laughs> uh... All right, he's giving us two choices here, but I'll, but I'll say I'll open it up to whoever else uh, you can think of. Seth asks, you have a catapult capable of yeeting an annoying population into the sun. Which do you choose, crypto bros or CrossFit enthusiasts? <laughs> CrossFit enthusiasts. Because you can, you can get in some shape. I mean, CrossFit... I don't hate on CrossFit. I know that a lot of no, people... No, I said, which one are you... So you're not going to... You don't want to yeet CrossFit. Oh, no. I'm yeeting no. the Crypto Bros. Crypto the, Bros, the, yeah. cross, the CrossFit shit, I, I can get on board. Like, if my knees weren't so bad, like, although they've been fine as of late, I'm just not going to, you know, risk... Uh, <laughs> my knees aren't great. I can tell you that much. My knees yeah. are terrible. <laughs> um, you know, I think, I think uh, like, CrossFit kind of gets a bad name. Um, there, there are, there are like your certain CrossFitters that like give it the bad name, but if you do it in moderation and you're not like one of these crazy fucking, you know, you, you know exactly the type I'm talking about. Yeah. I think CrossFit's actually pretty fun Cross- way to work out. Yeah. I, mean, cro- I, I don't know. <laughs> CrossFit is, is really in the grand scheme of things. It's like, uh, it's just an evolution or not an evolution. It's a version of like circuit training. Like the where where CrossFit loses me a bit is where the it's like the people that get involved in CrossFit. It's gotten better over time because more knowledgeable people have gotten involved in the in the CrossFit space. But it was like early on for me with CrossFit, where everyone got the memes from. Yeah, it was it was it was almost as if a, a bunch of people that had not a fucking clue 
about how to safely perform pretty much every basic compound movement in weight training, got in a room, and tried to figure out how to do all of those movements as dangerously as humanly fucking possible, and then do them in succession. Um, that was, like, where all the memes come from. You see, pe- you see people doing the CrossFit pull-up, which looks like they're trying to do, like, a fucking you know breaststroke but on a pull-up bar or they're they're doing these crazy snatch maneuvers and stuff that 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 like there, it's just no way it could possibly be safe for anyone ever uh things of that nature really fucked them up because in the, like i said in the grand scheme of things it's basically like competitive circuit training yeah and so if you do crossfit but you also know that there are things the human body was not meant to do with huge amounts of weight unless you don't want or care about the health of your joints for the rest of your life, then yeah, there's good shit. And there are some crazy, crazy fit people that do CrossFit. So, yeah, but Crypto Bros, fuck, straight into the sun. Like The the ratio of, of intelligent crypto people to unintelligent crypto people that are just, like, screaming into the void of, of social media is, it's, uh, it's not a good ratio. Let's put it that way. It's a bad ratio. Um, so of those two, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm eating the crypto bros into the, into the sun via this catapult. Um, otherwise, the other group, I'm going to say soccer Twitter or football Twitter, depending on where you're from. If I see one more fucking person with a picture of Ronaldo say explain in football terms underneath a like a a global crises related like a piece of news that's on, I will fucking lose my mind. So they they honestly I'd keep the crypto bros and eat them first. If I was going to put it in order, shit, if I could get like 50-50 split. Maybe that. There you go. Uh, Alexa asks, if you could choose to erase season seven and eight of Game of Thrones, and I'm just going to say yes right now. I don't even know I what the rest of the question is. I didn't is. hate seven. I didn't hate seven. I hated eight a lot. I was still seven. fucked with, I still was on board with seven. Like, you know, it was, it was declining, <laughs> but it was like, it was still Game of Thrones to a degree. Eight, it was just like, they were like, bro, we got to finish up the series. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Seven was where the red flags started to pop up. Exactly. Yes. Here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, in, yeah. and then in season eight, it was just all red flags. Yeah, it was just one just, giant red flag. Yeah. You, you couldn't see you them. Your, yeah. You couldn't see was, the red flags. They were they were in they were in the 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 darkness that your TV was not calibrated to see, but the red flags were there. Yeah. Uh, seven. seven <laughs> season seven happened, and people were like, "You probably shouldn't fuck her." And you're like, "Well, she looks good, and she seems nice." And then you stuck your dick in it and realized it by season eight, she was crazy. And you never stick your dick in crazy. And then you realize, I fucked up big time. Now she's pregnant. I can't get out of this. I have to see this through. And the end result was a half of your money gone for the next 18 years. I mean, funnily enough, you just described at least one third of the entire arc of Game of Thrones in that analogy. There you go. At least two or three characters' entire arcs were, I stuck my dick in crazy, and oops, it backfired on me. Uh, some of them were even related. Uh, but uh, if you could, okay, so let me get over this again. If you could choose to erase season seven and eight of Game of Thrones, but knew you had to wait ten years after season six to see the end of the show, would you do it? Take into no. account no. that it would erase all memory of it too, so you would be stuck waiting ten years to know... Uh, what could have been now 
Nah, fuck it. Give me that garbage they gave me and just move yeah. on with my life. Yeah. I ain't trying to wait 10 years to watch fucking two seasons of Game of Thrones. <laughs> fuck all that shit, bro. I'd forget that show existed by the time that, sh- that shit came out. I just like to believe that Game of Thrones ended after season four. And then everything else, as good as five and six were, if we could just like one through four. Some of the best television. Well, let's say two through four, because one was rough around the edges because they're still figuring their shit out. They don't have the budget, whatever. Two, three, and four of Game of Thrones is like the pocket of, of television right there. Incredible. And that's probably, two, three, and four is probably what this Lord of the Rings show is hoping to achieve uh, when they spend $6 trillion to produce a single fucking episode. Uh, a Dent asks, if you had to work as a random henchman for a video game or movie villain, who would you choose? Personally, I'd go with the Shinra Corp because they're pro- uh, they're, they probably have a good dental plan. Maybe even stock options. Yeah, probably. Shinra Corp. You know, they definitely have stock options. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. So if you could work as a henchman for a video game or movie villain, who are you working for? Mm. A henchman for a movie or a video game. Yeah, like which which villain from a movie yeah. or video game would you be a henchman for? That's tough. Um I'd probably pick I'd probably pick mm, tough. I'm going to say I want to work for the elusive man from from Mass Effect. So I'm going to say, talk about stock options and dental plan. That guy's got so much money. If you're, if you're a henchman for, for the elusive man, you got to be doing pretty well for yourself. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to, I'm going to say the elusive man from Mass Effect. Damn. <laughs> Dr. Evil from Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, sure. That would be pretty fun. I mean, really. Half of them didn't even have to do anything. They were just there. They just reaped the benefits of, of everything going on around them. So yeah, that's not bad. You know, that's a pretty good pick. Jeez, this is tough. <laughs> a henchman. Uh, who do you want to be a henchman for? I'm trying to think of a universe that I'd want to be part of. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why I went Mass Effect. It was a good, uh, uh, good, solid pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Matrix. I'm gonna go. I'm Ooh. gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go. You know. I'm. I'm gonna. Be Are you gonna be an agent? Are you gonna be an agent? An, an agent? agent? Yeah. I'm gonna be an agent. So you're not Agent Smith, but you're like one of Agent Smith's subordinates. Sure. Why not? There you go. Because there were some cool villains in the old in the old Matrix movies. That's true. That's true. Um, I think it's something cool. You can make it whatever you want. I mean, you're in the Matrix, so what are you going to be, be a henchman for the French dude? The the the. Oh fuck that! No no no! I'd be I'll like call him uh, the Mandalorian because I can never remember his fucking name. Marriage. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably I'd probably just try and be an agent under Agent Smith. I watched a little bit of Reloaded. The Merovingian, that's his name. I watched a little bit of Reloaded the other day just for fun, and you know what? I think we said this on the podcast before, but. Yeah, the Matrix, the first Matrix is clearly the superior Matrix movie of the original trilogy. But, man, the Matrix 2 and 3 are still fun movies to watch. I mean, yeah, at one point you gotta listen to an old 
white dude, you know, use a bunch of $5 words in a, in a room full of televisions. But like, other than that, it's pretty good. It's pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, time tricks. Adam, do you get the first time home buyers federal tax credit? No, because the uh, closing date was after the end of the year, which means I have to wait until this year's in order to actually get my whopping $700 tax credit. Not going to spend all that in one place. That By the end of this year, that might buy me a loaf of bread at the rate that inflation is going up. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that's... Buckle up. That might be a tank of gas by the end of the year. Although gas did briefly give us a bit of a break, but yeah. it's probably going to go right back up again. <laughs> right yep. back up again. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I unfortunately do not get to take part in, uh, of that this year. I have to wait until the end. Uh, if, if the closing date hadn't been moved because we had to at one point, um, because of the, the seller side had some issues at the time, I would have been, uh, and I would clearly would have preferred to have that money this year instead of the end of this year, the end of this year, but all the same. Uh, yeah, that's, that's for, that's for the next time around the sun. Um, you know what though, speaking about that, and it is a bit like $700 is a fucking joke. Yeah, it's better than $0. But the thing, I think dad, dad brought up a really good point where if we, if the government was really going to be serious about trying to help first time homeowners out, the thing to do would be instead of just this, this, this nebulous tax credit would be to waive the deed transfer tax on first-time home ownership yeah it's uh, 1.5%. And, and, all, and all you have to do is just like so the only loophole of course is if you married somebody that had previously owned a property then it couldn't be considered first-time homeowners if you mutually bought a home for example for your own tax purposes but other than other than having to prove that which you that's whatever as far as the government's concerned that's a way more effective fucking um tax credit and 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 more immediately felt because you feel that immediately right you don't have to necessarily mm. wait uh i think that would have been a better idea uh what's the worst decision this comes in from danish devil what's the worst decision you've made in your career other than the machinima scandal with lag tv second lag tv channel was one for sure that fucked yeah. us in the in the pussy i'm gonna go, i'm gonna literally say that like that yeah we should, I think that's probably the we biggest. Up. We yeah. really fucked up there. The shitty and thing we is, getting, is that we everyone was was doing it right because it, it was considered the thing to do back then. But it, it ultimately fucked us. Like, yeah, I thought I, a thought came into my mind yesterday. Not that we haven't clearly done better than the vast majority of content creators that tried and get into the game. Like clearly, but. If you told me, if I had the choice of having our level of success in 2011 versus our level of success now and move that forward into 2022, holy fuck, man. Like, so much, so much more opportunity now than when we were getting into the game back then. Like, if you're at our... Exactly. It was completely fucking fresh. So... So many of the mistakes that that were made back then by th- people like us and other channels now, all that's been ironed out, and there are far less things like minefield type things uh, that that you have to be aware of now 
that don't burn you for copious amounts of money. At this point, and it was the same back then too, it's the algorithm. Like whenever they change however they want that to be, like this year, is it like watch time or is it like cumulative stats of some kind or is it like a... Uh, you know, a turnover in the first 30 seconds of the video. Like, what is it that they're deciding? Is it engagement in the comments? Is it engagement with the like-dislike button now that one doesn't exist? You know, so on and so forth. You know, that was, you know... Um, but I think ultimately, if I had the knowledge, and we had the knowledge, that it was going to be a short-term... Um, a short-term trend for MCN-controlled channels to split their content into multiple channels would never have done it in a million years. Uh, no. And it probably would have resulted in a much more healthy and sustained brand yeah, for Light up. TV over time. Yeah, we fucked up. That I was, really don't uh, give myself that much shit for it, though, because like, no, if it was something that I knew... Yeah, yeah, we didn't know better. We just did what people were doing back then. It was like what was suggested, and we did it, and then we should have just kept everything right on the main channel, and then if something struck hot, we should have just stuck with that yeah. fucking rode that wave out, but we just, you know, we're too careful. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say other than that, outside of lag TV for like my streaming side, it was abandoning Hearthstone too early. Um, but I, I just didn't have the mental game for it. Like I, I did the Hearthstone thing for, um, you know, the first few months during beta and that's what earned me partnership on this website back then. I was averaging, uh, five to 800 people at a time playing the Hearthstone beta, uh, and I really, really, really should have, even if it would have fucked me up, maybe a little bit from, from the what grind, I did. just, just you know, just, you know, just money, just do it and, and, eh. and carry it on and seeing how far it would go. Uh, cause Hearthstone was, Hearthstone turned out to be something that stayed um, uh, like very, very popular for like two or three years, yeah. uh, towards the top. And so it could have been something that would have helped me build a bigger fan base to jump off of to do variety Whatever. casting yeah. uh, in the future and, and had a bit more of a sustainable situation. That's probably the only other thing I can think of short of the, the two, the, the two channel ITV thing that, uh, that, that stung. One of which was a, a personal decision that I, I would have known about more about that's Hearthstone. But the other one in light TV is just like, everyone was doing that. Literally everyone yeah. was doing that shit. And there was nothing you could have ever figured out about. And people are still doing it now where they're making multiple channels but the the people that you're seeing making multiple channels and doing well are people with fucking massive yeah massive follow. followings yeah. and so starting a new channel you can game the system a bit and really pump the fuck mr i think it was mr beast or somebody similar showed starting a new channel and it was kind of like i like mr beast as a content creator but what seemed, what was a little bit a little bit seemed to dis, not disingenuous but maybe like i don't know if he I just came across weird where like he was like yeah, anyone can just start a YouTube channel and in like three months time have every video getting like a hundred thousand views or get a hundred thousand subscribers in the first like three weeks or some shit. Uh, and you can't even really game the system as somebody like Mr. Beast to lose the advantage of creating a new channel. And so like a lot of people are going to look at that and be like, oh, yeah, I totally fucking do that. No, you're not. You still need to have something that pop off, you know, pops off. And I think one of the things that he mentioned was that, like, you had to spend money, like, he was spending money on advertising to put it in front of people to, like, spin it up. And then I think uh, the other person that did something similar to, to show it was possible, but also was spending money and using their platform was Ludwig. 
uh, who also did something similar to that. It's very difficult. And so even though people are doing it now, I wouldn't have done it. Everything on one channel, Lag TV one would have been the show for sure. Yep. Uh, let me just do this. And it's not even like we were called like fucking, you know, Starcraft channel. It was like no, TV. We could have like done TV. anything on it. <laughs> like we could have literally anything. That was like half the re- well because when we started like TV, it wasn't exclusively yeah, the idea the wasn't fuck. exclusively Starcraft. It just Starcraft is what took off, so we yeah, kind of became that. Um, Phil asks Elon Musk's Starlink, yay or nay? I mean, yay, I guess if it's available in your region and you don't have any other options. Um, I mean, I think I think it's a. I think it's a, a something that I'm happy somebody is working towards trying to accomplish in terms of uh, you kind of a what I guess you would consider a ubiquitous access to the internet regardless of, of where you are on the planet. Um, that's a useful thing. And so I think that it's, you know, if somebody was going to do it, then sure, why not, why not Elon Musk? Um, but beyond that, I... <laughs> If it wasn't him, somebody else was going to do it. So yep. it just so happened to be Elon Musk. And he won't be the only one. Somebody else will also, at some point, if they're not already in the works doing something, uh, it will crop up. Uh, D-Neves, what's a sushi roll you have o- uh, that you always have to get when you go out for sushi? If, I, if a sushi place has a sweet potato roll, you bet oh. your ass I'm getting at least one of that. Salmon avocado. That's the one true God for you? That's the, if I'm getting a roll, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm getting that every single time. Yeah, yeah, probably. I I never get rolls. Uh, I just get nigiri every single time. I I skip the rolls altogether. uh, But but if I get, if I get, if I do get a roll, then yeah, salmon, salmon avocado, or, um, or maybe something that's like a, like a spicy kind of a dragon roll or something along those lines, like some... Something that I can't get out of nigiri because, like, really, a, a salmon avocado roll is as close to nigiri as you get just adding avocado. That's so if I'm going to get a, if I'm, yeah, if I'm going to get a roll, I might as well get something that's like, you know, a little bit different. But uh, all the same, uh, yeah, something along those lines. I'm not, you know, California roll. I've we've said this on the podcast where I've said it on the podcast anyway. California roll that ain't sushi, not bro. Sushi. No. It's just not sushi. You can tell yourself it's sushi. It's not sushi. So that's never that's never been my thing either, which is uh, you know obviously probably one of the more popular roles. Somebody's like, I'm gonna go get sushi. I'm gonna get some, uh, some California rolls. Not me. Not here, Mr. Black. We haven't even hit it? an hour. Wow. And that's the last of the questions. We are at wow. 58 minutes and 23 seconds, and we haven't even. I don't know. It's the shortest podcast of all time. Is there it's anything okay, else man. we could possibly for 30 seconds? Come up with something for 30 uh, seconds. Patreon.com slash lag TV. <laughs> Head on over there. Throw some love on there. Go check out our sponsors. We got NordVPN. Go, you know, do your thing. Hit the like button. Still haven't played it. Elden Ring, have you? Still haven't played Elden Ring yet. Uh, once I'm done this war here in, in RP, I'll jump on that bad boy. Maybe ah. you'll be able to actually watch it. Mm. Um, so we're getting there. Um... Yeah, that's that's. That, oh, have you uh, have you dabbled into the Temptation Island, man? No, I need I need oh. you to hook me up with a, 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 a method. I'm hooking you up right now. 
You hook me up with that, I'm and, and you fuck up right now, and your body. And we'll, we'll see about oh, that. You're gonna be like, bro, what did you send me? You're gonna binge. You're gonna binge it all, and you're gonna thank me at the end of it. Bro, I, don't, I, I will. I will do my best. I already told her about. It. I did tell her about. It. Like after the podcast, I told her I was mm -hmm. like, you know, Jeff. Jeff been telling telling me we got to check out this. This, if we want a dumpster fire, we gotta check Here. out this Temptation oh, Island show. That's a dumpster fire right there. I just sent you the link. All three All right. seasons. Okay. Your your body is about to your. All right. Just get ready for it. I'll, I'll see if I can. I'll see if I now that I have it. I'll see like because we're we're we we hit a point in Netflix where we've watched basically everything. everything. I mean, we watched ready. man. We watched Man of Steel earlier. It's a good movie. I like. I it's like a good movie. It's I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, man. That, that movie doesn't get enough love, man. That's no, a it's a really movie. good. It's really good movie. I mean, they could have probably turned the film grain back a couple notches, but other than that, yeah, that's all right. Great, you know, great. It was a great movie. I just like. It's not one of those movies that you like. You pull out of your ass and be like, "Let's watch Man of Steel." We also watched the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie oh, like, the other no, night. Uh, and what was the other one that we watched? It was like super random. I I don't know, but we started what watching like Slavic stuff. On yeah, Netflix you, and what you're trying to get at, Adam, is you're saying you're ready for something new. And I just <laughs> gave you three seasons of epic. So prepare your body. Oh. You're gonna you're gonna be by this time next week, you're gonna binge all three seasons. You're gonna be like, you're gonna we're gonna be talking about what season you like the best. Oh and I'll tell you, I have I haven't watched season one since it came out. Okay. Back in like 2019. Okay. I know that one was good. Okay. Season two is pretty fucking good. All right. Season three is wild. <laughs> season three just gets fucking. I mean, see, I think season. Man, I don't know. This 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 kind of all... sounds. This kind of sounds like you need to watch it in, in order because if there, if it gets crazy, you don't want to go backwards. Yeah, yeah. Watch you don't, don't want to start. One. Yeah. Start on season one, and okay. you won't be disappointed. Then you're gonna okay. go into season two, and you're gonna go, "Oh my god!" And then you're gonna go into season three. You're gonna be like, "What the fuck? When does the next season come out?" Okay. That's what's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. So right. I just gave you. I just gave you. Your entertainment for the week. Enjoy. Incredible. All right. There well, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, possibly the shortest technical podcast in the world, but sometimes it just happens. This is, like I that. can't, like, honest to God, no news this week. But we'll All see right. you guys next week, hopefully with some more news or some more questions coming in hot and fresh for, uh, for tech support. And until then, stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. And peace! Peace.